Good morning, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Good morning, everyone. This is Minister McNon. We are back in the community today, again, collecting some of this wonderful sunlight and great air. And if you can get outside and enjoy this, by all means, get out there. You know, we're getting towards the winter months, uh, and, you know, it starts to get cold, and nobody wants to come out much unless, of course, you love cold weather and you like to get into the sports of the cold weather. That's a different story. But for those of us who are, like myself, not a fan of the cold weather, um make as much as you can out of this warm weather okay all right let's get started today we are going to pick up where we left off yesterday uh, we were in Ezekiel 34 uh, the Lord was speaking of what he was going to do to Egypt and Assyria uh, because of the way they acted, how proud they were, and how much iniquity they had done, okay? So today we're going to pick up in chapter 34, first verse of Ezekiel. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophecy against the shepherd of Israel, prophecy, and say unto them, Thus say the Lord God unto the shepherds, Woe be to the shepherd of Israel that do feed themselves, and shall not the shepherds feed the flocks. Now, people, I say this today. Woe be to those shepherds out there that's supposed to be feeding their flocks, and they're not. Instead, they're feeding themselves. They're coming fat off their flocks, and they're not doing anything but collecting from their flocks. They're collecting money. They're puffed up. They're being proud, like as though they were God, okay? And uh, I don't think I need to go any further because you really know what I'm talking about. If you are in a uh, church, synagogue, a cathedral, or any house of God where you're spending money left and right. And that seems to be the main stay. The praise and the worship is not the help to the needy and the poor is not. If more is coming in and less is going out, then you need to check that and you need to start looking for another place of worship. Okay? All right, let's move on to verse 3. Yet eat the fat and ye clothe you with the wool. Ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. 
And that's just what I said. The disease have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed that which was sick. Neither have ye bound up that which was broken. Neither have ye brought again that which was driven away. Neither have ye sought that which was lost. But with force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. Okay? This makes so much sense. I mean, hear what they're saying. Okay? If you don't see your ministerial people, your preachers, your your deacons, your if you don't see these people healing people, I'm gonna be real with you. If you with God, you can lay your hands on the sick and be healed. Okay? You can lay your hands on the sick and they will be healed. But when you see your ministers and things, and they come and they lay hands on you and the person is still sick, look out. Look out. Something ain't right. Something is not right. If nobody is getting healed, nobody is being delivered, you can't raise the dead something is wrong you heard me raise the dead we've had people that I know of in our congregation that we have prayed over who were dying one person I know was had a week to live and they looked like it their hair was white and, and it was breaking off the color was gone the nails were rough and broken they were sickly and scrawny. They couldn't keep food down. Okay? When you pray over those people and there's no change, something's wrong. The power of God is not there. When you pray over them, something's supposed to happen. All right, let's move on. Five. And they were scattered because there is no shepherd. And they became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. Of course, because you haven't done nothing for them. So they go back out the way they came in. Only they go back out worse because they trusted in you. They believed in you thinking, oh, they're going to do something for us. They're going to heal us. We're going to do better. It's going to be much better. And then... They go out with this fantasy in their heads and the wolves out there go, Woo, look at this. Yum. All right, let's move on to six. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord, as I live, saith the Lord God. Surely, because my flock became a prey, and my flock became meat to every beast of the field, because they 
because there was no shepherd. Neither did my shepherd search for his for my flock. But the shepherd fed themselves and fed not my flock. Now I'm going to pause here again. If you have someone that's in your ministry and they leave for some reason or other and you go and ask someone in your church, you ask another minister or you ask uh, a deacon or somebody you know that they're affiliated with, that's nice and all, but you're not doing your job as the shepherd of the church. You're supposed to go yourself and find out what really is going on and be of a help to them. If you're not, then get off the pulpit. Therefore, all ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves any more, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth, that they may not be meat for them. And this is why you see so many churches dry up quickly and close up. This is why you see so many churches and synagogues and things falling. Money is being lost. Nobody can account for it. Why? Because the shepherd of the house is not doing his job. If the shepherd does not lead, then the flock can't be led, right? No one in this no one in the flock is going to lead because they're not being led. All right, let's move on. But thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I even I will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloud, cloudy and dark day. So if you think that you're going to do these things, you're going to make money off of the church and off the people in the church, and you're not going to do nothing for these people. You're just going to give them a lot of lip service and make them feel good while you collect from them. And you got a big house and a big car, and you got all the things you want because, you know, these you have a great multitude because people want to hear what you got to say, but you're not doing anything behind what you're saying. Guess what? God is looking down at you and he's saying, oh, really? Uh-huh. And then when you leave here and go through the pearly gates, you're going to be surprised because the angels are not coming to bring you through the pearly gates. They're going to drag you down to hell. And they're going to say, you knew better because you were a shepherd of the Lord. Whether you called, whether you were called by him, or whether some of you just decided to become one because it was profitable. Okay? Once you take on the title of the shepherd, 
you better be a shepherd because there's a hefty price for you if you don't. Okay. Verse 13. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabitant places of the country. And I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their foal be. Therefore shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. And that goes for today. If you're in the right position with the, with the right teachings, the right shepherd, then you will flourish. You will prosper. You will gain knowledge. And eventually you do not need to be under the shepherd. You become a shepherd and you go out and you teach. That's what it's all about. It's not you stay under that umbrella forever and ever. No, you're supposed to learn under that umbrella. You're supposed to come into a relationship with the Lord yourself so that you know the Lord and you know how to handle yourself and know how to handle the world. And then you go out and you teach others. Okay, 15. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away and will bind up that which was broken and will strengthen that which was sick. But I will destroy the fat and the strong and I will feed them with judgment. Okay? So that just goes hand in hand with what I just said. If you don't do what you're supposed to do as a shepherd, your flock is going to fall off. They will suffer, but you will suffer even more. 17. And as for you, O my flock, thou said the Lord God, behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between ram and he goats. Seemeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture, but ye must tread down with your feet and residue of your pastures. <laughs> what goes around comes around. And I have drunk of the deep waters, but ye must foul the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat that which ye have trodden with your feet. And they drink that which ye have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between fat cattle and between the lean cattle. So, even though you are under poor leadership, the Lord still judges you. Because it's up to you as a child of the Lord to seek him. And this is not hard. People make this out to be such a hard thing. You could stop right where you are. doesn't matter where you are. You could be in the kitchen, the bathroom, the living room. You could be outside. You can be anywhere. 
But when you earnestly and most humbly seek the Lord by saying, Father, I am a sinner and I want to be yours. Come unto me. I want to know about you. I want to know about the kingdom. When you honestly and truly say these things to the Lord, oh, you'll hear from him. I can guarantee it. All right, let's move on. You don't need anybody to pray over you for hours and hours and lay hands on you and you falling out all over the place and because the Lord can slay you right where you at. So I would suggest if you're going to do that, okay, that you get into a place where you're most comfortable. You can, like I said, you can do this anywhere. But I would do it where you're most comfortable because for some people, he is going to slay you. You are going to fall out on the floor. All right, let's move on. 19. And as for my flock, they eat that which ye have trodden with your feet. And they drink that which ye have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle, because ye have thirsted with side and with shoulder, and pushed all the disease with your horn, till ye have scattered them abroad. See? Your weakness, you're not leading them properly, makes them leave and go other places. And, of course, if they don't know, they're, they're, they're just coming to you. This is going to happen over and over and over again because they don't know where to go to get good leadership. All right, let's move on. 24. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David, a prince among them, I, the Lord, have spoken it. And I will make with them a covenant of peace, and I will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness, and the sleep, and sleep in the woods. In other words, you'll be secure and at peace, because you'll be under his covenant. And I will make them and the place round about my hill a blessing and I will cause the shower to come down in their season and there shall be showers of blessings when the praises go up the blessings come down right okay so when you get a relationship with the Lord you're praising him you're worshiping him hmm, the blessings do come down okay 27. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase, and they shall be safe in their land, and shall know that I am the Lord, when I have broken the bands of their yoke, and delivered them out of the hands of those that serve themselves of them. See? You think of it this way. If you're in a sanctuary, a church, and you're not being taught properly, right? Then you have a yoke around your neck. 
a bondage and servitude to these people who are not giving you what you need. They're just taking. And they expect you to give it every week. Every week is you got to give us so much money. You got to pay this. You got to buy that. You got to wear this. And all this is man-made up stuff, by the way. This is not has nothing to do with God because the Lord says, come as you are. If he can take you anywhere, if you call on him anywhere, then you see, you don't need to do all that. <laughs> all right, let's move on to 28. And they shall no more be a prey to the heathen, neither shall the beasts of the land devour them. But they shall dwell safely, and none shall make themselves afraid. And I will rise up for them a plant of renown, and they shall be no more consumed with hunger in the land, neither bear the shame of the heathen any more. See? Because they shall be supplanted in the Lord, and they shall receive all that they need. And want. Okay. 30. Thus shall they know that I, the Lord their God, am with them. And that they, even the house of Israel, are my people, saith the Lord God. And ye, my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men. And I am your God, saith the Lord God. All right, chapter 35. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Mount Sir, and prophesy against it. And say unto it, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O Mount Sir, I am against thee, and I will stretch out my hand against thee, and I will make thee more desolate. Hmm. I will lay thy cities waste, and thou shalt be desolate, and thou shalt know that I am the Lord. Because thou hast had a perpetual hatred, and hast shed the blood of children of Israel by the force of the sword, in the time of their calamity, in the time that their iniquity had an end. Mmm, this is a rhema word right here. For those of you today who do not understand why things are happening the way they are happening, it's because right here, and the Lord says it just as plain. So let's read this so you get an understanding. Because thou has a perpetual hatred and has shed the blood of the children of Israel, by the force of the sword in the time of their calamity. Okay? The calamity which, by the way, the Lord brought on to teach us that we are his children and we're supposed to follow under his laws and his statutes then and now. It does not change for the children of Israel. It does not change for the Hebrews. It does not change for our ancestors, and it doesn't change for us. We are still under these statues. People today don't live under these statues. They think, according to the world, who are their oppressors, 
Oh, we're not under those. Those are the old ways. No, they're not. And this is why so many people is having problems, especially the children, the descendants of the descendants of the Lord that were brought on these shores. Okay? And we all know who we are. Let's read this again. Because thou has had a perpetual hatred. Well, who's had a perpetual hatred? Hmm? Edom, right? Right? England, France, Spain, United States, Germany. Come on, let's be real. You got people all over the world who dislike you because of your color, your race, your creed, how you look, how you act. Come on. This is the realness of it. And they were taught this generation after generation after generation. And no one really has an explanation because the explanation was never passed on. The only thing that was passed on was don't trust those people, uh, be careful. Be weary of them people. But the reality of of it all is that our people were being chastised because the Lord made it so. Because this was our calamity. But notice, and we've read this before, and this is what happened to Nebuchadnezzar. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar did the Lord's will. He went out there and he took the Israelites, all of them. First he took Israel, uh, J- Jerusalem, or Israel. Then he went back and took Judah, right? And then that wasn't it. The Lord said, oh no, I'm going to get all those other ones around them, all the way down to Egypt. And then what did he do after all of that? He turned around and he took Nebuchadnezzar. The Medes came and they overtook Nebuchadnezzar. Those were the Greeks, right? And the Greeks, even to this day, are known to have interests with the Israelites because many of them were believers, okay? <laughs> so you see, nothing has changed. What happened then will happen today. And this is exactly what's happening today. All over the world, bit by bit, because thou has had a perpetual hatred and has shewed and has shewed the blood of the children of Israel by force of the sword in the time of their calamity, in the time that their iniquity had an end. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord God, I will prepare thee unto blood, and blood shall pursue thee. See that thou has not hated blood, even blood shall pursue thee. Thus will I make Mount Sir most desolate and cut off from it, him that passes out of him that returneth. Okay? So destruction is on its way, it's happening right now. When you do something to the children of the Lord, know that it's coming back on you. Because those are his chosen. 
generation after generation after generation. Eight, and I will fill his mountain with his slain men in thy hills and in thy valleys and in all thy rivers shall they fall that are slain with the sword. I will make thee perpetual desolation and thy cities shall not return and ye shall know that I am the Lord because thou hast said, hmm, these two nations and these two countries shall be mine and we will possess it whereas the Lord was there. Therefore, as I live, saith the Lord God, I will even do according to thy anger and according to thy envy, which thou hast used out of thy hatred against them. And I will make myself known among them when I have judged thee. Now, didn't that just happen? Mmm. And ain't he judging now? Yes, he is. He is judging now. And thou shalt know that I am the Lord and that I have heard all thy blasphemes, which thou hast spoken against the mountain of Israel, mm, 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 saying, they are laid desolate and they are given us to consume. Mm. Wow. Thus, with your mouth ye have bolstered against me, and have multiplied your words against me. I have heard them. Thus saith the Lord God, When the whole world rejoices, I will make thee desolate. Mm. As thou didst rejoice at the inheritance of the house of Israel, because it was desolate, so will I do unto thee. Thou shalt be desolate, O Mount Sir, and all Iduma, even all of it, and they shall know that I am the Lord. You see? So God completely wiped them out, desolated it, destroyed it. Now, if God did it then, then you know he's doing it now. And he is. He's doing it now. And this is why people are worrying, is this in times? Yes, it is in times. Uh, is he coming today? He, he could. Is he coming tomorrow? He could. However, this is the time you use to get yourself straight with the Lord. This is the time that you... Renounce all sin and get yourself righteous before the Lord. Okay, this is chapter 36, and then we're going to stop. Also, the Son of Man prophesy unto the mountains of Israel and say, Ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God, because the enemy has said against you, Aha, even the ancient high places are, our, are ours in possession. Therefore, prophesy and say, Thus said the Lord God, Because thou hast made you desolate and swallowed up you, 
on every side, that ye might be a possession unto the residue of the heathen, and ye are taken up in the lips of takers, and are an infamy of the people. Mm, mm, mm. Again, with the churches and all the vain talking and the lying and the stealing, this is what he's saying to you. Okay? Therefore, ye mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to the mountains and to the hills, to the rivers and to all the valleys, to the desolate waters and to the cities that are forsaken, which became a prey and derision to the residue of the heathen that are round about. Therefore, Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Surely in the fire of my jealousy have I spoken against the residue of the heathen and against all Idumia, then and against all... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm reading this again. And against all Idumia, which have appointed my land into their possession with the joy of all their heart, with despiteful minds to cast it out a prey mm, mm, mm. that's terrible all right let's keep reading six prophecy therefore concerning the land of israel and say unto the mountains and to the hills to the rivers to the valleys thus saith the lord god behold i have spoken in my jealousy and in my fury, because ye have borne the shame of heathen. So basically he's telling you, you are walking like the heathen. You are not the righteous place you're supposed to be. You're not the righteous people that he wants you to be. Okay? You've proven to him that you are heathen. You are not of the children of the Lord. Alright? Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, I have lifted up my hand, surely the heathen that are about you, they shall bear their shame. But ye, O mountain of Israel, ye shall shoot forth your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Restoration. The Lord is restoring his people. And he is doing this right now. It started at the drop down around 1953. And we are now in the 70 years. Okay? So, so, any time now. All right. Um,. Let's see. For behold, I am uh, nine. For behold, I am for you, and I will turn unto you, and ye shall be tilled and sown. And I will multiply men upon you, all the house of Israel, even all of it. And the city shall be inhabited, and the waste shall be built. And I will multiply upon you man and beast, and they shall increase 
and bring fruit, and I will settle you after your old estates and will do better unto you than at your beginnings, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So you will be blessed upon blessings more than you were before at the very beginning. Okay? Yea, I will cause man to walk up, even my people Israel, and they shall possess thee, and thou shalt be their inheritance. And thou shalt no more hence bereave them of men. Hear ye, hear ye. They shall possess you, the children of the Lord. And this is the fear that's running right now. Nobody's going to run me. Nobody's going to tell me nothing. If you don't want nobody to tell you nothing and nobody to carry you away, you better get on board. You better get with God. Okay, 13. Thus saith the Lord God, because thou say unto you, thy land devours up man and hast bereaved thy nations. Therefore, thou shalt devour man no more. Neither bereave thy nations any more, saith the Lord God. Neither will I cause men to hear in thee the, the shame of the heathen any more. Neither shall they bear that reproach of the people any more. Neither shall thou cause thy nation to fall any more, saith the Lord God. Mm, okay. I think that's self-slanatory, don't you? <laughs> when the Lord takes control, nobody's going to be doing anything out of line. Okay, 17, son of man, when the house of Israel dwelt in their own land, they defiled it by their own way and by their doing. Their, their way was before me as the uncleansiness of a removed woman. Wherefore, I poured my fury upon them for the blood that they had shed upon the land and for their idols wherewith they had polluted it. And I scattered them among the heathen, and they were dispersed through the, through the countries. According to their way and according to their doings, I judged them. And when they entered unto the heathen, wherein they went, they profaned my holy name. When they said to them, These are the people of the Lord, and are gone forth out of his land. Okay, but I have pity for my holy name, which the house of Israel has profaned among the heathen, wherein they went. Okay, therefore say I unto the house of Israel, thus saith the Lord God, I do not this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which ye have profaned among the heathen, whether ye went, the heathen, whether ye went, okay? And I will sanctify my great name, which was profane among the heathen, which 
ye have profaned in the midst of them. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, saith the Lord God. When I shall be sanctified in you before their eyes. So he will cause you to come back to him so that you can be a light to the heathen. <laughs> For I will take you from amongst the heathen and gather you out of all the countries and will bring you into your own land. Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you and ye shall be clean for all your filthiness and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh and I will put your spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. And ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. And ye shall be my people and I will be your Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you right now. A lot of our people have started going back into uh, Africa. Now, that is not originally where we are from. We are Hebrews. We're not Africans. We only were in Africa because we went there again against the Lord's sayings. He told us not to go there, and we went there anyway. Judah went there. And because they went there, the Lord told them, uh, I'm going to send you away to other countries, and you're going to die on ships. You're going to lose your children people, you're going to be servitude to people you don't know. They're going to take great um, harm and hurt to you. And they did. That's what happened during the time of slavery. Okay? So now, many of our people are going back to Africa. Well, that's good. But eventually the Lord will lead them back to the land where we actually came from. Right now, it's hard to get into those areas because they're fighting. Some of it is blocked off with fence. You got the Arabs, they have fencings around some places. The, the Israeli government has fences around some places, so you can't even get into those places. All right? But when the right time comes, the Lord is going to gather all of us and take us all back over there, just like he said right here, with a clean heart and a clean mind. And he will take us straight back to the land that we're supposed to be in. I will also, 29, I will also save you from all your uncleansiness, and I will call for the corn, and I will increase it, and lay no famine upon you. And I will multiply the fruit of the trees and increase the fields that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine among the heathen. So I will take care of you. I will feed you. I will take, put a roof over you. I will watch you. Then shall ye remember your own evil ways and your doings that were not good. 
and shall loathe yourself in your own sight for your iniquities and for your abominations. Now, if any of you have ever fallen in the floor slain under the unction of the Lord, you will know exactly what he is talking about here. Okay? Because you, all that stuff is brought up and you see it. And you're sobering, crying, begging for forgiveness. Because all that stuff comes to your face. All right? All right, let's move on. 32. Not for your sake do I this, saith the Lord God, but it known unto you be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I will also cause you to dwell in the cities, and the waste shall be built. And the desolate land shall be tilted, there as it lay desolate in the sight of all that passed by. And they shall say, This land that was desolate is become like the Garden of Eden, and the waste and desolate and the ruinous cities are become fenced and are inhabited. Then the heathen that are left round about you shall know that the Lord built the ruined places and plants that was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I will do it. Thus saith the Lord God, I will yet for this be inquired of the house of Israel to do it for them, and I will increase them with men like a flock. As the holy flock as the flock of Jerusalem in her solemn feast, so shall the waste cities be filled with flocks of men, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Okay, we're going to stop here today at chapter 37. Okay? Um, Now, people, this can't get any plainer for today and for any other time in the future. We are definitely at end times. It's definitely time for you to get your act right. If you're not, if you're uh, still pushing the Lord away, saying, I don't believe in that mess, you need to get, get with it. You need to start paying attention. You need to investigate. Is this real or is this fake? Okay? The Lord said the world that you see before you is not real. It's vanity. It's made up for your eyes so that you can live here. Because you are in a testing ground. Are you worthy to go into the kingdom? Well, how you know? It's like when you get a job, you want to know if the person that you're hiring is, is good enough to work that job. Are they qualified? So what do you do? You test them, right? You, you seek out to find the best. Well, 
The Lord is the same way. Okay. All right. And that's it for the day, everyone. This is um, Mr. McMillan. I hope that you tune in tomorrow for continuation of Ezekiel. We'll be reading chapter 37. Um, let's close out in prayer. Lord, thank you for this word today, and thank you for the understanding of it. Thank you, Almighty God, for your love, your grace, and your mercy, and continue to walk with us and guide us, Father. Thank you, Almighty God, in Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach, amen, amen, amen. Okay, we are going to see you guys tomorrow, hopefully. Praise the Lord. Um, for those of you who want to reach out and contact me, you can reach me at anchor.fm right slash L-I-N-D-A dash Macmillan, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-A-N-9. For those of you who want to leave me a message, you can reach me at Macmillan's, M-C-M-I-L-L-I-O-N-S 75 at gmail.com. That's macmillian75gmail.com. And we appreciate hearing from you guys. We thank you for all the messages that were sent already. Thank you so much. Um, for those of you who want to sponsor or donate, there are two buttons below this page. Feel free to fill out, punch either one that you are interested in, whether it's sponsorship or donation. We appreciate both. <laughs> thank you so much. Um, and that's it for the day, everyone. Uh, this is Mr. McMillan. God bless and good night.